Well, hello there. This is Kelly Atkins and the podcast called Blossom with Kelly with different um, story sharing and just connecting with my voice. Sometimes it's a fun way to um, listen when you're going on a walk or just instead of using the eyes and watching a video or reading, you can close your eyes and just um, receive. Sometimes it feels good to do that if that's your experience today of this podcast. And um, I'm just wanting to share stories about uh, how I'm um, learning to move from victim to survival to thrive and just sharing my journey with others. It's part of how I created Kai five years ago. It was trademarked four years ago. And it's a big part of the work that I do with movement. So the victim Um, When we're feeling victimized, our body takes on certain postures and takes on um, usually more tension and more stiffness. There's a a discomfort in the body and oftentimes a lack of wanting to move and um, um, a lot of, um, I call it the sludge, like facing the sludge. There are some days that the voices in my head are very strong and very cruel and very mean. And I have to recognize it when that's happening and not think the world is doing it to me and just clear it. So my practice of clearing is through dance and through specifically through Kai, which is um, it's, it's a movement form done barefoot where we blend 21 moves and awareness exercises with authentic movement. I found through the years that um, it's really an effective dance at almost like a mirror you know to it gives me a reflection of where I'm at mentally and physically and it gives me tools to practice so that when I leave every time I'm more open I'm stronger and I've moved from survival right up into thriving my body always feels like it's released it feels lighter I have more joy and um, there's just a, a, a much more confident uplifting feeling after I dance and face whatever I need to face before So one of the other things I wanted to share that is coming up for me a lot is how much do I care or do you care about what others others think about what you do in the world or how you show up? You know, how much value do you put on that? There was um, yesterday in class, a little girl, she was simply beautiful. She had blonde little curls in her hair. I think she was about five and blue eyes and she was graced us with her presence in class and so beautifully um, we didn't have any talking in class we were just doing authentic movement practice she moved and played and explored and it was such a reminder of how to be free in the body and not care what other people think i mean to to actually have such high healthy self-esteem that you the desire to move and to create is a breath-by-breath breath natural part of you. She, when she walked in the door, she said, Miss Kelly, this is my favorite class to take. And um, she was just so um, joyous. And at the same time, when I entered the class, um, it was a full class. Of, uh, and it was a variety of men and women, all different ages, and all different emotions in the room. I would consider myself very empathic and also am always clearing and doing emotional work. It's part of my practice to stay clear and aware of what I'm bringing and it, it is what I am, I feel best doing that. If I don't do some awareness work around my emotions, I feel a little lost and actually 
a little more scared or more in that victim mode if I'm not aware and doing some something productive to clear it. So when I walked in the room, I could feel that there were um, a whole range of emotions and the little girl was really light, came in very light, but um, others came in and I could feel a variety of emotions and myself, I could just feel this, um, just this sort of um, need or desire to go inward and be with um, some heaviness or sadness. Like, like uh, and more than sad, it felt almost like just like a stuckness, but I needed to be with it to move it, I could tell. And I really felt like I didn't want to have anybody, I didn't want to pretend to be happy. I didn't want to pretend there was no emotion there. I, I wanted to be respectful of my emotion while also respecting others' emotions and have no push or pull of what anyone should have to feel. So I went in with that, um, knowing knowing that, and also feeling pretty confident. I've I've been leading classes for a really long time, 30 years, so I can um, I can work with that uh, pretty easily and let it be something that I play with. So I'm, as I'm watching the group and just regulating my body, I found my space in the room where I could be alone and I, and I watched, but then when it felt like uh, a good time for me to go more within, I let myself go in and while I was in there, I looked out. And I watched this little girl and I saw her looking around at all the different people and there's so much to be felt in a room that has everyone being authentic. You know, that means everyone's attuning to what their real truth is and it's a very sacred space and it's very um, for someone who's uncomfortable feeling their own emotions and who um, has a need to control or has a need to um, can't find themselves they don't know how to tune into themselves this kind of an, a practice one would be excellent two it's going to be challenging at first and it's something that you'll need to do not just in one time but you'll need to come up and be loving and compassionate with yourself and do it again and again and eventually you'll start to develop the capacity to um, attune to yourself and also not feel like you need to uh, control what other people are doing but this little girl had it naturally she she was noticing i could tell she she was feeling pretty um playful and happy and light and uh, courageous and um, curious and um, she was feeling all these light emotions and then there was a handful of dark ones in the room and some neutral ones and I saw her go around but she was so respectful naturally she she looked and noticed what each person was feeling and she kept a little bit of a distance from some but still played and watched still stopped what she was doing and would notice but didn't wasn't moved by it to change her natural state she just continued to, to do her thing. It was so beautiful and so uplifting to witness this. And then um, the moods and the emotions flowed throughout the room. They changed in an hour's time a lot. And by the end, there was such a magical, truthful, honest feeling in the room of gratitude and even transcendence and deep love and of appreciation of, um, it was even felt spiritual that I know that that combination of acceptance and not caring what other people think and um, respecting yourself gives respect out to others naturally. And this class really mirrored that for me and showed me how that is true. Now, if I went in and I felt like I needed to 
make everybody happy and I needed to shift the vibration or keep myself in a in a happy state even though I needed to honor what it is that was under the surface that wanted to move if I did that some people would attune to it and it would lift up some but it would create it would create a dynamic where everyone would start to depend on me to lift up so they would say I'm going to go to class because you know I really love Kelly's Kelly's, Kelly lifts me up every time when I'm feeling down and it, it would create a pressure on me and it wouldn't be authentic and I've just really come to appreciate that authenticity creates more of a deeper connection of love between us and from a body perspective it's way more uh, allowing of deep natural breaths of time to go in when you need to go in and not feeling forced it can feel really jarring for a sensitive person um, to feel like they have to be up or have to shift you know there's a there's a purpose for some of these heavier emotions and they have gifts and if we honor them there's less stickiness and we become more consistently able to regulate ourselves without dependence on other substances or other people to bring us into a place that feels more comfortable it just happens naturally so um, it was just so beautiful and then this little girl at the very end in our circle everyone grabs a cushion and starts to just take a moment to breathe and reflect on our dance and the little girl grabbed three or four cushions lined them up in a straight row pointing into the circle and laid down on her back with a second cushion under her head and it was such a unique natural thing to do of like not having to do what anybody else did but did it in her own way within the within the rules of the circle you know like we're all just going to circle up so she wasn't like running around the room screaming or doing anything she could maintain the sanctity of the space that we created together just like she did through the whole dance and kept her own uniqueness and her own comfort in how she felt and i'll just say it gosh it is so freaking healing and so um blessed to to be in that kind of a space with others it's i just there's no words for the things that occur in our dances i mean it's really medicine and i encourage more and more people to let go of fear let go of worrying what other people think you know don't worry about it it really affects our body that level of tension it makes us walk different stand different it makes us want to fit in it creates shame for our natural sense of self and that creates a level of anxiety right down into the core and into the nervous system it takes a long time for that to release so in order for us to feel good in our bodies there's got to be that the nervous system has to have a space where it can relax on a very deep level and feel supported and loved on a very deep level and that's something that some of us may have never even experienced. I've also noticed in my classes that um those times when I see bodies uh were at the end of class were released, were moving freely in our own way, I've maybe offered some guidance with some core play down on the floor and then I'm just letting people follow their body's guidance or I might be doing a guided meditation. And there are some that this is the most difficult part of the class. their their nervous system is so attuned to fitting in looking good um trying to rank themselves uh, trying to be okay trying to self acceptance like all of these concepts are so heavily built into their soma into their body that when we get to that point it is um it's either looks really artificial like they can't access it like they're ah, doing a lot of um 
what they think will work, but it's not working. I can still see their bodies are really tight or um, they're just really uncomfortable looking at other people but not knowing what to do or going to something habitual that's a little bit jarring. They don't know how to access that deeper layer that is nectar, that is magic, that is healing, that is something that all of us have when we let go. We all have that. And that juicy, uh, deeper state of calm and beingness is something that we, I think, as a species, need to nurture. And that's the deep feminine. We, we need to honor that more. That is, um, when, I was a, when I was pregnant, that is the part of me that uh, knew where and how to move my body so that I could get myself in the right position to feel that I could feel uh, well-being with my baby. When I was nursing as a mother, it was so apparent to me how easily I could get out of that vibration and when I did I didn't make enough milk or even hardly make any milk like it really drastically went down in my breasts so it it just shows itself in those peak moments like giving birth or having a baby but somehow you know those little windows of time for a woman are small they go by so quick and they are so profoundly um, educational and can teach us so much about what it takes to thrive you know, in our bodies, what does it take to thrive? And thriving is life-giving, to have our own self-healing capacity and to heal ourselves of our wounds so that we can give to others. And that would be thriving. Victim mode is, I can't get ahead. My body's breaking down. I'm getting old. My body hurts. Oh no, what am I going to do today? Those are the thoughts that go through when we are in victim mode. When we are surviving, it's, it's, it's okay. It's okay. And when we're thriving, we're giving back. We're helping each other, we're supporting each other, truly. It doesn't come from trying or efforting, it comes from a biological place inside and it's natural. Okay, that's all I have to share today. <laughs> um, this surprised me, this podcast. I uh, sometimes think I don't know what I'm gonna say or if I even have a message that's worthwhile for anyone. And uh, it just felt good to turn on this microphone and let it all this out. <laughs> I hope it's helpful. I think it's helpful. I know that my body feels more open and expanded sharing this. And I would love to hear what it's like for you to receive it. Um, if you are listening to this through the anchor, there's a um, button that if you're enjoying these podcasts and you're receiving something from them and you have the capacity to give back, you can click and contribute any amount of money that you want to the um, to me for creating these and using my energy this way and sharing with you anything is gratefully received I th thank you for even just sharing your energy listening to this or sharing this podcast on your wall helps to spread the word as well we all help each other we all lift each other up and I am very very grateful for your support as well and if you're listening to this on iTunes, the more you um, click a star or click you like it, the more it moves up in the ranks for people to find this podcast at all. So I really appreciate that support as well. And any comments, please leave them. I love to hear them and I respond. All right. Have a beautiful day. See you next time.